Hi, welcome to the first step. It's Jill Sachuk here, and I believe it is March 30th, 2020, and we are all in the midst of this corona event. And I thank my dear friend, Shule, for just helping me check in on the language we use around what is happening. And I think the words we choose are so com are so important and have such an impact. So I am going to, when I refer to this virus or pandemic or COVID or other things you could call it, I'm just gonna say Corona. Okay, so what I thought I would talk about today is fear, again, because I really think this is what we're being called to face. And I thought, you know, it's interesting because I'll tell you a little bit of my own personal story. I grew up really naturally questioning everything and my poor parents, I'm sure they could attest to this, and all my teachers and anybody who had a role of authority in my life would tell you that I always questioned the rules and the boundaries and the truth. And I don't know why I was always like that, but I can tell you that in my lifetime, I, I feel like it has been proven to me time and time again that authority over us never really has our best interests at heart. I think for the most part, government is showing us over and over and over and over again of this self-serving nature, the corporations, the big farm, governments um, and the major key players in the financial world truly are moving things on the globe for their own interests and depending on you know your own outlook you may call these groups of people different things but let's just say the people in power I don't think that they're necessarily looking out for us very much and then I think when something like this happens, when there's this feeling of threat, we're being sold this idea that, you know, we're under attack by this virus and there's all these risks and go and hide in your homes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I do think we should be socially distancing and doing our part to slow the spread if, you know, if it is this big bad virus, you know, I don't think we can take that risk. But... I think, you know, we want somebody else to solve this apparent problem for us, like whether, and I don't know however it plays out, but some people will be turning to these education systems or medical professionals or therapists or government or, or activists or conspiracy theorists. People will be looking outside of themselves for the answers of what the heck are we going to do now tell me what to do tell me how to live my life and I think that's where it starts that's where this conversation around fear starts I think if we if we get down to it what we're really scared to do is own our power face 
face who we are, see inside of ourselves and and witness life as it's going on. I think it's so powerful to be alive that we've learned to kind of dull ourselves down by over-identifying with our thoughts and then systems. And now we're living in such a bizarre state of I don't know, being regulated and being told what to do. And I think I'm just being called to really, if you're one of my listeners or one of my people, to just reach out and say to you, offer you the invitation to really own your power, to recognize just the immense, the immenseness, the immensity and the the beauty and the awe of the human spirit and I think my goal on these podcasts always is to convince you how important it is to do a mindfulness practice and inner practice to help connect you with your spirit your nature and I think more than ever this is critical that we that we stand up and be our own heroes, that we, or we sit down and close our eyes and find the answers inside. And I thought the other thing that I was gonna share with you today on this podcast um, was a little excerpt from one of my favorite teachers. He has passed on, but one of the most amazing people that have recently walked the planet jay krishnamurti and he he didn't i maybe he wrote a little bit but most of his books or what i'm going to read from you are it the words are actually a transcription of talks that he gave he was this amazing man i mean just google i won't spend too much time telling you about him but just google jay krishnamurti who he was he was raised by this theological society who thought that he was going to become like the next christ and at from a small since he was a small boy they were grooming him to kind of be the next world leader and at some point he actually did all this meditative spiritual work and came to realize that the only person that can save anybody is yourself and he renounced this kind of order that 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 these people had created around him and wanted him to be the savior and he was like i'm just a man And the only thing that I can do is save myself and I suggest you do the same thing. And then he spent his whole life trying to urge people to just ask these deep questions within themselves instead of looking outside for the answers. And so I'm just going to read you a little uh, bit about what from one of his books that I just love so much and then I hope that this will inspire you to do some of your own research around his talks or his message I think even on YouTube now you can find so much um, of these old so many of these old videos from the 60s and 70s when he was speaking in Indian just he's just a a truth bomb wisdom bomber and and he can be difficult to understand but his talks as he's talking really ask us to do the work as we're listening so it can be a really full a really powerful great way to use your time if you're looking for something uplifting or to take you inside he's great and i just thought i'd tell you this this little story 
about how I got in touch with Krishnamurti because I think it's quite funny. So I was in my early 20s and had decided to go to India. Um, I think some of you have heard me tell this story before, but Danny, my husband, and I were in Mexico um, about you know a year into our relationship and we decided we were just gonna kinda do our own thing one last time and I decided I was gonna go to India by myself on this soul-searching trip to find more about yoga and meditation. And I got on this plane by myself um, with the destination being Delhi. And I think we were changing planes actually in Chicago or something like that. And I ended up sitting down beside this Indian man and then another Indian man walked over and asked me if we could trade places because his brother was sitting over there and they wanted to sit together and I ended up sitting beside another Indian man and he asked me where I, why I was going to Delhi and I told him that I wanted to spend some time in India learning more about yoga and meditation and he I mean it's just hilarious how messages are passed along but he patiently sat there and asked me what I was seeking and searching and then passed me this book by Krishnamurti on some of his talks and it just opened up on the way to India as I'm going to look for gurus and teachers to to help me figure out who I am he gives me this book of Krishnamurti which literally says that where we need to go to find those answers is inside and that if we look outside if we if we give any bell anybody else authority over our truth um, it always becomes corrupt so anyways I just feel so blessed because by the time I got off the plane in India I was already in this different state of mind and I did go and study yoga and meditation but um, Krishnamurti I just kept buying more and more books and talks of his and and he before I got there that seed was planted that the work I was doing was actually inside so then I was just trying to figure out how to go inside and I did find some really good teachers in India and in the end which you've heard me say before and in lots of my podcasts if you want to learn more about meditation I highly recommend the Vipassana course 10 day silent meditation retreat as taught by SN Goenkaji um, such a great teaching and really does keep it simple and practical and non-sectarian um, you can find those centers all over the world if you google www.dhamma.org d-h-a-m-m-a.org www.dhamma.org it's a nonprofit organization that teaches meditation and how to turn inward to to connect to the reality of what is and learn to be with it instead of react to it but anyways that's for a whole nother show if you want to know more about vipassana if you want if you're at a time in your life where you want to know how to face fear i'm just going to read you this little quote and then um see if there's any insight in there so this is from krishnamurti from his book reflections on the self in this chapter called fear so he says 
You know what this world needs is not politicians or more engineers, but free human beings. Engineers and scientists may be necessary, but it seems to me that what the world needs is human beings who are free, who are creative, who have no fear, and most of us are ridden with fear. If you can go profoundly into fear and really understand it, you will come out with innocence so that your mind is clear. That is what we need, and that is why it is very important to understand how to look at a fact, how to look at your fear. That is the whole problem, not how to get rid of the fear, not how to be courageous, not what to do about fear, but to be fully with the fact. You want to be fully, totally with the wave of pleasure, don't you? And you are. When you are in the moment of pleasure, there is no condemnation, no justification, no denial. There is no factor of time at the moment of experiencing pleasure, physically, sensually. Your whole being vibrates with it. Isn't that so? When you are in the moment of experiencing, there is no time, is there? When you are intensely angry or when you are full of lust, there is no time. Time comes in, thought comes in only after the moment of experiencing and then you say, by Jove, how nice or how terrible. If it was nice, you want more of it and if it was terrible, fearful, you want to avoid it. Therefore, you begin to explain, to justify, to condemn and these are the factors of time which prevents you from looking at the fact. Now, have you ever faced fear? Please listen to the question carefully. Have you ever looked at fear? Or in the moment of being aware of fear, are you already in a state of flight from the fact? I will go into it a little bit and you'll see what I mean. So that's from Krishnamurti in his book, Reflections on the Self, page 52-53 in the chapter of Fear. And I'm asking you listeners, please, go into this yourself. Have you ever looked at fear? And when I say that, notice the reaction in the body. Just feel it in yourself. Can you slow down enough to close your eyes? Pause for just one moment and truly ask yourself, what are you scared of? And then feel that and be with it. Not interact with the thoughts or try to figure it out or even name it. But when that feeling of fear arises, can you just experience it in the body? Not think about it, not define it, not run from it, categorize it. Not try to get away from it, but just sit with that feeling and be with your breath. And I think what happens for most people is if they don't have a mind-body practice, if they don't have some teachings to help them 
stay in the body that what tends to happen is because it's so uncomfortable because the sensations in the body are so uncomfortable when we feel fear our nervous system does this automatic thing that kicks us into running or hiding or freezing disassociating whatever it is and i'm telling you guys it is our job right now to allow yourself to experience this feeling of fear and face it not fix it, not run from it, but be with it. Be quiet enough. Move slow enough that you can experience what this is and really face the fact. And I think that's the opportunity we're being given at this moment in time in Corona on this planet in March 2020. Please, please, please. Do yourself a favor and face that. Wake up to the fear that you're feeling and set yourself free by facing it. You can be totally free when Krishnamurti says, you know what this world needs? It's not politicians or engineers, but free human beings. I think if you want to see on the other side of this corona that it is up to you to stand inside of yourself in your body and really embody your body alongside your breath feel your sensations be with them if you need help learning these practices i'm trying to make them available to you the best i can i know there's so much out there i mean i really hope you have a practice already and then just dive into it you can reach out join my private Facebook group where I'm teaching online now there's books out there you can google information when you can go back out in the world get to a vipassana center take a 10-day meditative retreat and learn how to go inside and be with your emotions face them not just joy and pleasure but the other ones too your sadness your fear set yourself free it's possible I feel so called in this time to really say loudly, this is possible. You know, I've been on this journey for a few decades now, and I know how much lighter I feel having done this inner work, and I so hope I can inspire you, you to do the same. I wish that our teachers or professional medical professionals and therapists and government and even the conspiracy theorists knew what was going to happen but they don't i think what's happening is a product of what's happening inside of us so if you want to be a part of creating the next evolution of humankind i think please do your own inner work rise up lean in if you need help and let's create a, a higher frequency on our planet where we're not a slave to these people who are really running the world based on self-interest let's remember that we're each other's brothers and sisters and remember the simplicity of living in nature in touch with and in harmony with her cycles the earth our communities our families our traditions 
to really see and believe and connect back with our true spirit, which is love and compassion and oneness, and it's inside of you, and it's right there. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to fix anything or solve anything. You just have to look inside and recognize what you are, who you are, that spirit inside of you. And then once you can see that, let it shine and inspire others. And just be, just be yourself, be free. It's everybody's birthright. It's right there. These ancient teachings have been showing us the way. Look to the ancient te teachings, the ancient people, the elders, the native people, the indigenous people, the old teachings. Find a practice. May all beings be happy.